So uh, my name is Harjit Vasan and uh, currently I am working with uh, the Chaudhary group of Nepal and I am the uh, you know uh, general manager for their properties in Nepal and there is a property coming up in Bhutan. So my total experience is of around 28 years. I started my career in 1991 and my background is purely of uh, food and beverage uh, management. Whereas my specialization now has been into uh, pre-openings, new setups, turnarounds and asset management. So I have worked in uh, you know countries like Singapore, I worked in Dubai, I worked in Russia, I worked in Mongolia, so various countries and also then I worked in a lot of uh, cities of India like uh, Jaipur, Goa, uh, Delhi NCR. So that has been my total experience basically. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's great. So, uh, I mean, yeah, you have, you have a lot of experience um, actually. So. Uh, I just want to ask you, uh, what do you think your, your, was your biggest, um, you can say a skill or capability, which made you till the uh, successful in your career until now? You know, uh, basically what I feel being a hospitality person, you just need to have few things, which is your passion. Mm -hmm. So it's an industry, which is, you know, led by passion. If mm -hmm. you have passion for that, you will be successful. Second is your PR skills. You know, if you are people's person, so you will be successful because our industry moves only on our, you know, relationship with your colleagues, with your subordinates, with your guests and mm. people who are patronizing you. So that's what I feel that this is a very, very, uh, you know, uh, industry where passion uh, counts a lot. Yeah, yeah. And passion. So my uh, strength is my passion for the industry and mm -hmm. my PR skills. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the rest of the uh, skills like the hotel management or front office or the technical aspects you can learn. But the basic ingredient you need is the passion. Yes. And you know, this is a very, very common sense industry. I call it. It's mm -hmm. a very, very common sense. If you know, if you have that common sense, you will be successful, be whatever position you are on. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. 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 You're right. You're right. Um, okay. That, that's great. And, uh, looking it in back in your career, what, what are the challenges that you, you think, uh, are normally there or you have overcome those challenges already? Uh, which can help the people to understand, okay, yes, there may be these challenges. I may need to prepare for these challenges, the youngsters who are starting out their career in the hotel management now. What I feel is, you know, uh, the youngsters who are getting into this field, they should, you know, actually know what they are getting into. And mm. as I said, this is exactly like an industry, like, you know, what we call like our Bollywood or acting, or, you know, you have to have that passion to mm. go for it. Mm -hmm. If you have it in you, you will be successful. There'll be no stopping on it. And mm. as I said, there's nothing very technical about it. Very, very common sense based. If you, you know, if you are, it's like, you know, you are interested in that and you will be successful in that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. as uh, I say that, you know, when you reach to a certain level of a HOD or a general manager, their 
more than anything what you need to do is you know you have to have a very good uh, equation between the management company and the ownership hmm. because both are the stakeholders and you are the person who is right in the middle of it and you have to handle both the sides and let it be a very smooth operation hmm. Hmm. yeah uh, you have been working in the the food uh, and beverage and you have been uh, an expert in food and beverage so uh, yeah. if i can ask you mostly in food and beverage department or uh, what are the skills that that you think to become a successful manager or a leader that the person must have apart from the passion and uh, the common sense in in food and beverage what i say and even for the hospitality what i say consistency is the key to success mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. if you are into a concept you suppose you are into an indian restaurant or into a uh, you know continental whatever uh, cuisine you are serving you know it is to what level is one thing you know you are 8 out of 10 or you are 6 out of 10 but then consistency is the key Hmm. a person who's coming to your restaurant for that service and that food the experience should be same whenever he is coming so hmm. the sops are very very important your standard recipes are very very important so hmm. to hmm. for a uh, food and beverage to be successful consistency is the key you okay. know a person should get what he is coming for Mm. and when he comes next time the same uh, kind of uh, service and food should be delivered to him mm -hmm. and uh, how about like the the, the do you think the menu engineering skills or uh, marketing skills are important for food and beverage managers yes definitely your food and beverage manager should know his numbers mm -hmm. he should know his product he should know his target uh, clientele hmm. and then he should deliver to those clientele with the numbers he is working on hmm. Hmm, 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 so you know he should be very and and then the best part about a manager of a restaurant or a food and beverage he has to be a very hands on hmm. you know he should be uh, you know meeting his guests he should be serving when the need be because nowadays the labor costs are high everywhere yes, so this yes. is what we learned when i was in singapore i was managing a chain of restaurants so we were running on a very very tight uh, manpower mm. we did not have the luxury of how we used to run operations in india at that time now even in india the operations are run on a very very tight manpower because mm. manpower cost is very high now Hmm hmm hmm. So means that productivity so the, also has to be important. Yes, definitely. The hmm. productivity has to be important, and then you have to lead by example. If you are hands-on, your subordinates are also hands-on. Hmm 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 hmm. Correct. Uh, I think that at the moment the hospitality industry is going through a lot of stress, right? So how do you de-stress yourself now? no you see now uh, i think uh, for last 6 months we all have been uh, you know work from home restaurants or hotels have been closed but that's happening in the whole of the world so you know you are not uh, the only one but yes i feel the our industry like tourism industry and our related industries like aviation and all are badly hit and the last 
industry to pick up will be hospitality but i say that restaurants will pick up because that is your local business you know that business comes from within the uh, premise or the place where you are in so the moment we feel that you know people have that confidence of uh, you know moving out uh, the food and beverage will pick up fast and then second will be your uh, rooms division where you know you have to depend on uh, people from outside your place so but how are you managing your your positivity now you know now it is just that you know you have to it is all like you know you are reinventing and you are you know going back to the basics basically so the as every industry we have uh, uh, work from home we have uh, leave without pay there are cuts there are places which are shut so then you just need to you know uh, get into that mode of you know managing yourself managing your team keeping them uh, you know busy with your uh, future projects or something like that mm-hmm. okay that's great that's great so you are doing any yoga or something to keep yourself re- recharged that that, that uh, you know that i have been always there with uh, post covid or pre covid uh, i do my regular walks twice a day i do my meditation in the morning so mm-hmm. those are the things you because you see uh, as such when we say it's a passion industry there is lot of ups and downs when yes. we are on the floor mm-hmm. so uh, i feel with passion you know even patience is something which you learn so the patience the way you deal with your stress because you have all different type of people that you deal with so when you do your meditation when you have you feel good inside you you have that thing coming out for your guest as well yeah correct so that that's the key to keep yourself happy and motivated yes, yes. Uh, and you know, positive patience uh, is something which even post covid it will be required because if you are in this industry you have to be uh, you know uh, cool as a cucumber mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's a good analogy cool as a cucumber <laughs> yeah. yeah it has to be you know you can't uh, uh be uh, you know aggressive or something mm. with your uh, guests uh how important is the learning uh, for, uh like continuous learning because for example like uh, other uh, professions uh, be chartered accountant lawyer or doctor they have to continuously study and learn the new things how important is the continuous learning for hospitality peoples i i have a very strong uh, liking for training and development i always say that our industry is a ever evolving industry so we have to you know keep learning and keep training trainings and learnings have to go on as i related the passion with our bollywood and film industry learning and training i always relate to our army you know like in the army every day the jawans are doing uh, vishram and sabdhan they been trained they know it but they are again being trained every time so this is what we keep doing it you know like how we train our uh, staff for wishing the guests smiling you know being positive being polite so training and learning is the key to a successful hospitality operation so you know if i cut staffing in other departments but i always as a general manager have a very very strong training and learning department 
who keeps on repeating the things with our staff we can't say that i have given you this training now you are trained for it it is not that the refresher has to keep on and on so what are the subjects that you think uh, or you recommend to be a good successful uh, let's say a front office manager or of fnb manager or engineering manager or maybe a director level or go to a gm so what are the things apart from like uh, the the wishing and uh, guest selling the specific skills that you think that maybe for uh, example the finance or other things what they should know you know what i say soft skills are always there you know soft skills like a uh, telephone etiquette your greetings to the guest your uh, you know other soft skills your body posture your uh, how your uh, you know body posture is very very important but then other other than that every department has some technicalities involved like i say for revenue department they have to be very very glued on with your uh, current scenarios with the uh, you know the latest things that are happening with online portals and your uh, various deals that are happening when you go to engineering engineering has to be very very up uh, you know with the trends that what are your cost saving what are your energy saving things that are happening so those technical skills of an engineer needs to be revamped and you know he should be always on a training mode then when it comes to your front office what uh, softwares he or she are using should be you know very well versed for that person so that check in check outs are as fast as possible you know your uh, maintaining of reservations is as good without you know any uh, minus dates or something so every department mm. has their plus and minus like your kitchen is very very important where you have that control of the food cost so you should know what is your market that is there the purchase department has to be very very updated with what are the market rates that are going on so every department has to play a role and they have to do that training and uh, you know research exercises in their uh, departments okay yeah great so uh, um, if i ask you let's say uh, you are going to hire a front office manager or you going to hire a a finance manager or a fnb manager what are the skills that you you look into them uh, in terms of soft attitude and uh, the technical skills in in these positions <clears throat> what are the few things okay now now you know what i first my thing is you know looking at the person and looking at him how hungry that person is for this job you know that will really really put the pace for the interview like, like you know sometimes you know when we do a head hunting a person is there in a good company he is well settled so when you call him he is he is very very you know uh, stomach is full mm-hmm. so that person is very relaxed but you know if you need some person who wants to prove himself so i would really look at it when you know a number 2 is being interviewed for a number 1 position for my place so that person has that in that fire into him that yes i want to prove myself and as i said you know our industry is very common sense and all these technical skills can be trained so only thing is what you need to look at it that what brands that person has worked what mm. is his or her qualification that is there and how hungry that person is for that job yeah correct correct 
so is basically the, the his attitude towards the job and how his passion towards learning and uh, towards working and how yeah. how how much efforts that he normally he want to take it into for searching a job or applying a job or is he following up uh, like uh, or not or he has he reached you maybe in private or, or try to to find some some common grounds that uh, can sure. be easy to hire yeah that's 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 a yeah. good thing and what are the skills that you do not want in your in your staff that these are the skills that you want and there are then there must be something that oh these are like okay uh, if somebody say like this or somebody show a, some kind of attitude they are gone so what are those things yeah i i, I do i basically for me you know i'm a very people's person i i work with a team so people you know who are very self-centric or people who are into that office politics is something which i do not encourage at all mm -hmm. so those kind of people you know i kind of uh, not encourage a lot you know otherwise uh, you know i am okay with working with anybody and everybody and then as i said it is the atmosphere of your organization that will develop that person mm -hmm. so if the atmosphere is fine i think anybody or everybody will gel into that correct uh, what are the the, the uh, maybe uh, you can remember if you remember one 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 incident in your in your fnb management life where you made the guest super happy uh, or the guest was saying that wow uh, like a wow experience uh, do you have any any uh, any remembrance of that you know there are so many of so them many. you know uh, so difficult to choose <laughs> it, it is actually and it's been it's been a very long career you know it's been mm. and for me, I always tell even my subordinates, my colleagues that, you know, a guest who's leaving uh, your premise, if he's a happy guest, you know, you are successful in that. Mm -hmm. So in Goa days, when I used to do these weddings, I was a, a director of food and beverage with a five-star hotel there. So, you know, when we used to actually uh, do the weddings and all those things, so that is something where you know your skills come in place like i'll give you a small example yes. you know in our indian indian weddings we have that and in goa if you know a destination wedding everything is done in that big uh, resort so there was a time when uh, you know we had a uh, you know you have that uh, horse where the uh, groom sits you know mm -hmm. so the mm -hmm. horse had some problem and then horse has to be taken mm -hmm. and the barat was ready to start so immediately what we did was, you know, we have those uh, golf carts. Mm, so mm. immediately I got my housekeeping, my florist and all that. And we decorated that golf cart and the groom was sitting on that golf cart in the Bharat to go around. So, you know, mm. that those are the things you do it at that moment. And That's then really the, a classic uh, way of innovation. You can say is a classic and, example and, of and innovating. Also I tell you, yes, and it was a long run. And the problem with that golf cart was that it was half charged so there was staff <laughs> so there was staff next to the golf cart that we would put it off when the people were dancing and then we'll put it on and then to some level we were pushing that golf cart also so that you know nobody feels that it stopped with the groom inside that so those are the things <laughs> you know you remember yeah I mean, that's what i wanted to ask uh because there must be some incidents which are like you know out of the the queue and they you can you you cannot forget those events 
yeah that's yeah. a very good event use of your presence of mind and use of your resources uh, immediately to identify what we can do to please the or to solve the guest problems basically yes you need to be you know very very uh, proactive and you need to do that actually Mm-hmm. So, and and it's always a teamwork. You know, you can't just rely on yourself. So every department has to be, uh, you know, on that same tangent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, any incident that you remember where the guest was not happy at all, or you know, there there must be because some everybody makes mistakes and uh, teams. Yes, makes, yes. There, uh, there was. I I still remember it. You mm-hmm. know, in, in Singapore, I was there, and uh, you know. Uh, what happened was that uh, he was a vegetarian and uh, we served him a chicken momo basically oh. so okay. that is something you know for a, a person who is having this kind of uh, religious things but it could not be you know the moment he had a bite of that uh, he could understand but then mm. you know it was a mistake from the kitchen you know that uh, the packing was there and mm. so I had to really apologize to him and had to keep on visiting him and you know doing all that so mm. we did that so what are the few things that you would recommend uh, because we every hotel has these kind of incidents right so what are the things yeah. that you in uh, like maybe maybe uh, maybe in a f- series of steps that you must take when you have a complaint uh, that you must be taking to to recover that kind of guest you know uh, i always say complaints will happen no matter what you do there will be some complaint happening somewhere so there are steps like first you know as i said that as a manager or as a person on floor you should make that rapport with your guest before only that the guest is yours okay so like you know if suppose i <coughs> do a mistake with a friend the friend will take it normally not very very harsh but suppose if you don't make a rapport with your guest mm. and if on top of that you make a mistake it's a blunder yeah yeah so i always say that the first step is make a rapport with your guest in the beginning only with or without any complaint so if once the rapport is there then you are on one stage ahead second is if there is a complaint and you know it is a complaint don't be defensive and don't try to you know uh, give excuses accept it because mm, it is there yeah. it's a mistake so accept it and then whatever is the course of action you should take it and you should be you know uh, remorseful you should put yourself in the shoes of the guest and then do whatever need be for service recovery you know you don't have to think maybe if i void his bill i will lose out on some little money but it is not little money if that guest goes back and talks bad about you then you lose a lot of money which you can't even calculate yeah yeah that's right so sometimes you know the restaurant managers or junior level have this in mind oh if i do a void of a bill or i uh, you know give him a discount i will lose this money but that's mm. not the way maybe even the guest is not happy that time but after you have done the service recovery he will not come back but at least he will not talk bad about you but if he goes back unhappy he will tell 10 people and then you lose out on that money so yeah. giving a discount or a avoiding of a bill at that time is uh, not a problem basically what i mm, mm, mm. so uh, i mean speaking about uh, the junior staff and the managers who are trying to because sometimes they are scared of uh, 
taking action or recovering the guests with voiding or giving discounts or giving things for free how do you really uh, try to build it into the culture or into their minds that they can do whatever they want to do for service recovery yes so what i say is this now this is the job of the top boss because you know you will have to empower your uh, staff you know that yes you need to give that uh, you know uh, kind of a service to and then later on you see what happens is if a staff is taking some actions so in 10 maybe he will do 8 right and 2 will be wrong but how you do deal with those two wrongs so that he is still taking those eight right decisions you know if you go after that person that person will stop taking decisions and then he will not even take a single right decision right now at least out of 10 he is taking eight right decisions yeah, yeah. so i'll give you a small example of a restaurant in cyber hub gurgaon we were we were all hoteliers and my ceo was with me and uh, we were having lunch there and then ceo ordered some uh, different drink and uh, at the end of the meal or in the middle of the meal uh, the steward i'm talking about not even a manager or a captain a steward came and saw his glass and said sir your glass is still full you've not uh, had that drink so mm. my ceo said uh, you know i did not really enjoy it mm. he just picked it up and said sir what do you enjoy what flavors do you enjoy mm. i'll just change it a steward did that and my mm. ceo was empowerment that restaurant has given to the people yeah yeah so that's that's a very great culture i mean but it takes i think just some time to build that kind of culture into the the organization it, where as you asked can take uh, manish in before as you asked before about training so this is yeah. the culture that you should have in your training by examples so you know otherwise if you look at you are a finance person if you look at if the steward will take that, that drink he will go back he will have to void that he will have to write explanation then the bartender will ask him for a kot then he will give the drink but the things were so smooth that he just picked up that drink got him another drink and later whatever uh, you know things need to be done that needs to be done to have uh, you know uh, accountability of all that controls, but yeah. then yeah so that would have been done i'm sure hmm. so, so you have to train your staff in a way that you know, let the guest have it what you want and then you do your accountability you have a reasoning to write that guest did not like that drink the drink was returned so the bartender sees that because you know if you give such kind of empowerment there could be uh, you know uh, mismanagement of money there also pilferage should be could be there so you should have all the controls there the drink should be returned to the bartender the bartender should you know write a kot whatever so these are the things you should do in your trainings but yeah. the empowerment should be there so means the the internal control processes uh, should not be hampering the the guest engagement so, actually it's, it's just yes. should be supporting it in a way that uh, even though True. the steward has to do it the the process should be supporting him in a way that okay even if he has to do it he can come back and he need to return the things and the, the back of the things can continue to work but it should not be a hindrance so, to the customer satisfaction yes so i'm not saying that there should be no controls the controls all the procedures should be there but this things have to be defined by the you know uh, senior management hmm. well that's great that's great 
talking uh, from the the customer to the another aspect of the customer service is the design of the menu or uh, the the pricings because nowadays you know the the peoples are, uh, are getting to get a local clientele more than the the international clients the hotels may find it very difficult to compete with the with like a local standing restaurants in order to get the clients sure. so what are the things that you would advise them to to redesign their menu or how to fix the the prices basically you know for this thing i always say you know know your target clientele you know you should know your target clientele that is very important then you mm. should know your competition so the concept analysis is something where you know your uh, manager plays a very important role where you actually do the analysis that what are you targeting for and then you know uh, we we discuss a lot about food cost and all that but what i say is that you know food cost will only happen when you do some selling suppose there is nil selling then food cost is uh, doesn't play any part yeah. you know your food cost could be zero but your revenue also is zero yeah so yeah. you know once i was in a once i was in a corporate hotel where we saw rooms doing very well where we saw uh, our breakfast time very good but then we realized that our dinner sales of room service is very very slow because the corporate hotel was in right in the place where you know a lot of restaurants were outside so we were looking at what is my corporate uh, client looking for so then your market survey plays a very important role so we found out that you know our prices were very high our portions were very big being a hotel you know so if a single traveler is staying he can go out and have a thali where he can have small small portions of so many things mm. but then if in the uh, room he orders he can order only one dish mm. you know mm. a dish mm. of 6 700 1000 rupees so then i designed a like a tiffin for the room service so it looked also nice for the actual tiffin that you carry to your uh, office and all that mm -hmm. so in that we had small compartments and we priced it uh, as outside so maybe the uh, food cost for that tiffin was there but then you know we captured that clientele who was having that tiffin in the dinner time so these are the things you need to understand because you have to see the need of your people yeah correct correct and then uh, if you are able to capture one segment then you can capture the the other type of revenue like maybe beverage or, or other other aspects right yeah so if you know once you hold your person because suppose a person is going out to have a thali outside and you don't have a thali or a tiffin he might pick up a drink there right so if you entice him to have that tiffin in the room anybody you know from a corporate who's been in the office whole day mm. would actually not want to go down and sit in a small restaurant and have but then you know they have their limitation of their budgets and the allowances mm. so they can't afford so mm. let's allowance get that allowancing uh, rate and give that to them or mm. we design a map for those people so that they are you know having your dinners with you in the hotel so mm. these are few things that one does mm. 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 once you have the the peoples in your the other aspect of the profitability as you were saying that is going to be like uh, labor cost 
which is very high so you need to manage the labor product labor productivity so how do you roster the the peoples and how you make them productive you know i i always say that if there is a lean mean team no it is always productive because the more people you have everybody thinks that the other person will do the job mm. so mm. you know if you uh, google my uh, name and that so my last job with hilton garden in at lucknow i did a staffing of 0.6 which was a record in itself so i ran that 125 keys hotel with banqueting and uh, uh, fnb with 75 staff wow it's actually so, the other way around you yeah, should have so at least 200 because based on the normal standard of the hotels right yeah so uh, that was my thing and i was running perfect uh, operations there there was no hassles we we were mm. done 100% occupancy in that but yeah. then what i need to do is that if there is a banquet so my purchase manager is standing behind the bar my uh, security manager is uh, uh, handling the guest there so these are the things we need to work as a team how did you so, how did you manage it then because uh, you know there there will there will normally be things that oh, i am not a trained uh, fnb manager i am not a trained bar uh, my main job is purchasing why should i do the banquet and my, who will do my purchasing jobs then so how do you manage this thing then no this is this is how your team work happens you know a purchase manager is busy only during the day time now banquet function is happening in the evening so you need to ask him what today you stay back for a while and, and and you know if as a leader you are managing your team and it is like everybody is uh, you know working as a team they are they will do for you they will mm. actually do it for you right depends so on the leader i have yeah it's it's all about leadership it's and and you have to you know lead by the example like there are times when i being a general manager i have put took luggage from uh, the reception to the rooms so if you do that then your team is all uh, after you and they will mm. work so mm. that's what we've been doing so you cannot ask the people to be ultra productive unless you yourself are ultra productive yes and i have no you know shame or anything like you know if i pick up the luggage of the guests so what we are all in hospitality we need to do it so mm. in that hotel we did a lot of these things the front office manager was standing on the counter relieving the uh, receptionist because we we had very very we had nine staff only in the whole front office so including the front office manager so uh, you know you need to be there you can't be just sitting in the office mm-hmm. so these are the things which we do so there were no problems of uh, overload or burnout so how did you keep the people motivated and and eager you to know work? in that 0.6 manning we were working on uh, five days week also oh my god so, <laughs> so and i always said that you know when you have a five day week you take two days off but those five days you are fully charged mm. i have seen my team there they were fully charged after that two days leave they were fully charged so that was actually a very very uh, great thing that we did and also what i did uh, manish ji was that uh, we were on a 33% female workforce which oh. was way way above the hilton standard of uh, india india was running on 19% so mm. 
so in that uh, we were on a, a 33% uh, female staff wow in in wow. my security i took uh, two girls who were supervisors from uh, ex policemen mm. so you know i did a lot of uh, things there and as i discussed before if you remember how hungry you are so for a duty manager i took a kingfisher air hostess who was sitting at home for uh, some time because uh, the kingfisher airlines had closed down Mm -hmm. so, so I did all these and that was in a uh, tier 2 city like Lucknow where you know hard mm -hmm. to find uh, ladies talent yeah but uh, then they, they were supposed to work hard, uh, like extra hours or they were working by their normal hours normal hours just a few hours up over and above but then you could be flexible when there are lean days you could let them go early mm -hmm. you know you need mm -hmm. to manage you just mm -hmm. need to manage you need to keep the team happy and people do it and i always say you know if you can't do your work in that eight nine hours of your shift you can't do it anytime so mm -hmm. manage that time and then move on so how did you uh, did you had a lot of like equipments or automated automated jobs or you reduced any procedures to because yes. in order to make it happen the point six uh, you need to have a lot of you may need to uh, forgo a lot of standards or the the old generated style the kind of jobs which are the historically required in hospitality yes now you know for doing that you need to have all the uh, you know uh, softwares which are very fast you know when you do work on opera and all that mm. the check-in checkouts hardly take two to five minutes mm. so you know and if you have done your pre-reg before you know it's just that the guest comes and also at that hilton garden Inn, we had uh, you know that you could use your uh, smartphone as your key so the guest would only come to the counter and uh, because india needs that uh, you know your uh, uh, no your id voter, that, oh, okay. your yeah. id proof mm -hmm. and that id proof also now if he's a regular guest and you have it in your data you can just pick that up also so those things were there definitely mm. but then uh, uh, you know anytime we do have contact there with the guests so we need to do that mm -hmm. but these days in fnb what we are using is we are using that uh, you know you scan your phone with that uh, qr and then you can actually order from your phone so the order directly gets placed in your uh, kitchen so mm. the kot gets printed so there's no order taking or somebody coming with the menu so those are the things that are happening now so you can control your staffing at this time now mm -hmm. yeah i think it's it's more of uh, <clears throat> looking at the process and see how technology can help uh, probably that yeah. that's maybe uh, another mantra of reducing the headcount sure and how was the maintenance done then what is that maintenance yeah maintenance yeah. you, you you know what for maintenance what i see is your chief engineer and the general manager have to do a lot of rounds mm -hmm. you know you can't sit in your office and uh, you know say all things are doing fine you know you need to actually go for your rounds two three times a day so that you you know check out how your machines are running what is your uh, power factor what is your uh, uh, consumption of diesel where are the loopholes because we you know we all know that HLP, labor and food cost are your three major costs. So you yeah. need to control these three costs at any time. So, you know, for I'll give you another example of uh, 
labor cost and uh, maintenance cost that you know uh, for our swimming pool in that hotel in Lucknow uh, <clears throat> we did not have a person who would clean that pool now you have a robot just put that robot inside the pool mm. and it will do all that cleaning uh-huh. so you know you save on your labor cost and and that cleans your pool to very good levels you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you just put it you plug it in and that it moves around all over the pool and cleans it wow that's so great. this is what technology is uh, you know there and then mm. you have your auto cuts of your usage of the electricity wherever mm. you know people are not using it it gets off and if somebody there is a motion motion sensors are there it gets on so you save a lot of electricity mm. Mm-hmm. your solar solar is another thing which you need to do it to uh, mm. have uh, lesser energy consumption mm-hmm. ah, that's that's really great actually so uh, i can imagine the how the efficient how efficiently the hotel might be running with uh, with the only 60.6 ratio yeah Super. runs pretty well but everybody has to be motivated you know yeah i mean that it, it requires to... like a huge level of motivation and also uh, a lot, lot of planning uh, into yes. the, into planning the leading by example mm-hmm. motivation mm-hmm. teamwork so mm-hmm. if you do all this i think you are success mm-hmm.